0: Allow us to take a journey trip into our minds where constant conscious conspiracies is what you'll find. Because see, this is only the unified version of the BBC podcast where BB is Brian Barnett and the other half is Blake Burton, you dig? Where we have topics that might frighten you, but are only here to enlighten you as two of Seattle's brightest dudes ignite the truth and then just do it like the Nike swoosh. So again, we cordially invite you to the BBC podcast, Blake Burton and Brian Barnett conspiracies. Thank you for listening.
1: Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. It's we still don't have an intro yet. We're gonna figure it out. This is only episode two, but this is the BBC podcast with Blake Burton and uh, Brian Barnett. Blake Burton, Bri- Brian Barnett, conspiracies. Brian, anything you want to say?
0: Um, BBC. Uh, Blake Burton, Brian Barnett, also also known as British Broadcasting Channel, but no affiliation.
1: So today, our topic is COVID-19. I wanted to title it coronavirus, but when you actually look at it, there's like actually different strains of coronavirus, and coronavirus is like the generalization term. Hmm. So no one actually has just the coronavirus, because the coronavirus includes SARS, MRSA, or whatever, all these different strains so in this uh, episode there's one two three eight of us so that's cool because it's a zoom chat usually what like our goal for the overall podcast is to record at our studio and have one or two guests on each episode to talk about a specific topic like um me and uh, furley we talked about doing like a serial killer episode because yeah. there's actually like Seattle's like the number one spot for serial killers, which is pretty sad. But oh, the world. In the world, which is freaking crazy. But anyways, we'll start off by introducing ourselves. I'm Blake Burton, got Emotion, Motion the Poet, Brian Barnett, Josh, you can start off. Or cool. Jay Furley. It's, it's Joshua, so I called you Josh. That's who I oh, what's up?
2: <laughs> what's going on everybody? I'm Jay Furley, also known as Josh Furley. Um, I've done a podcast once with him before. This is my second time being part of a, of one of his podcasts or one of the podcasts that he's associated with. Um, I'm just here to weigh in on my opinions, let you guys know how I feel about it, and hopefully um, at the end of all this, we can have learned something and, and progressed a little bit.
3: Okay,
1: Cash, your turn. What's
3: going on, everybody? My name's Kaz. Um, I'm a Seattle hip-hop artist. Uh, I also have my own podcast titled The Seattle Lunch Table. Uh, we discussed different hip-hop topics, had different guests up there as well, uh, just from people around the culture and mainly music and uh, hip-hop based, but we try to get a little bit of everything in there and uh, just going share a few thoughts with y'all today, man. Good to be here.
1: Gavin?
4: Uh, I'm an old friend of Blake. Um, I also kind of just wanted to join and express my opinion on what's going on
1: right now. Yeah. Awesome. And your name is Slyn Sline? Sarah.
5: Yeah, when uh when I created this thing, I didn't know how it worked. So I put down a username. I didn't put down <laughs> my actual name. <laughs> but so my name is Sarah. Um I'm a friend of Brian's and uh listened to your first podcast and I said, Yeah, I wanna be on that. So got the text today. I said I'm there. So I'm awesome. here to share with all y'all and yeah, I'll just have a good chat.
1: Sounds good. Carter?
6: Oh, hey guys, I'm Carter, and uh, I've known Blake for a couple years now, and uh, I'm excited to be on this podcast, it's my first time, and i uh, excited to learn and talk about how I feel about this topic.
1: Awesome. I'll end with you.
7: Cool. So my name's Nikita, and I'm a friend of Brian's, and so just like Gavin said, I'm here to just listen, hear what everybody has to say i I guess I could say I have a few opinions, but they're not really strong opinions about the coronavirus um I'm really here to if there's any information just to gain and learn and educate myself a little bit, so excited to be a part mm-hmm. of this
1: mm-hmm. so first off, I think we should start off by saying like how everyone's managing during this whole quarantine, so yeah. motion you can start
0: um i'm doing I'm doing pretty good uh you know, just been like writing a lot. And, uh, you know, just, like, you know, staying indoors, just trying to, you know, kind of, like, do a lot of the things that um, were, like, self-care things, but just a little bit more frequently. And, you know, just keeping my head up type of deal. I think this is a time a lot of people are, uh, you know, feeling, like, a lot of different ways about because of, you know, there's being, like, a lot of information. So, just, you know, processing what I, I think is going to be, like, you know, helpful for me to continue to just kind of sustain the way that I am. It's going pretty good. You know what I mean? So, just, you know, trying to just keep doing that on the regular. So, can't complain.
2: Sure. What about you, Furley? Um, I'm doing pretty good. I've got uh, a company that I work for. I'm fortunate enough that I can stay home and still get paid a, a percentage of what I was getting paid. So um, although my company is deemed essential, I don't actually have to go to work myself. Um, I'm, I'm more concerned about people that are still working, um, people close to home. My mother is a postal worker, so she's out, like, you know, interacting with all kinds of different people and touching all that mail. So that's a little concerning. Um, but, um, overall myself, I'm doing, I'm doing pretty well. I don't have any complaints. Um, never ran out of TP. So I'm on top. Yes.
1: Did you hear about the fucking people that are like spitting on packages and like delivering them and shit?
2: Yeah, that's ludicrous. <laughs> I don't understand like what could, what would make you want to like, w- what the fuck?
1: <laughs> yeah. People are getting arrested for like saying I have Corona and trying to like cough on police and stuff. It's...
2: Yeah. That's like when people were licking ice cream. It's
1: just, it's wild. Oh yeah, I remember that. One of them was on Dr. Phil. Oh I gosh. saw that. It was like oh. an influencer. So what about you, Cash? How are you holding up?
3: I'm doing good, man. Like this whole, the whole quarantine stuff, staying in I'm not changing too much of what I do on like a daily basis. i like, i music and stuff. So this is just giving me the opportunity to kind of uh, write even more. Cause I'm, I feel work from home, I can work completely remote, do, have all the same functionality as a, as if I'm in the office, so that's been good um none of my family's been affected so that's a blessing too um, so, uh,
1: yeah. and um i uh, I interviewed big Jones yesterday he said he had like a in house studio or something oh yeah that's where I'm at right now uh, that is dope <laughs> so what about you Gavin
4: um for me it hasn't affected me as much, but like for me, I feel like this time has kind of been time to like reset for me because I do a lot of e-commerce work and like um, online stuff. So it's like usually pretty stressful with like time management and stuff like that. So I feel like now it's been a time for me to be able to like reset all of that and kind of get myself together again. Like I had a really bad like sleep schedule before this. And I've kind <laughs> of been able to like catch up on it and like catch up on sleep and stuff like that. But like I had kind of... I created this thing with my dad. We've done this thing where it's like, um, we've been connecting a lot of like suppliers who can supply like masks and like test kits and things like that with lots of hospitals around the country and in like Canada and stuff like that. So we have like a website for it, which I've been working on. That's kind of what I've been spending a lot of my time on.
1: So you and um, Carter are still in high school and uh, who was that kid that like made that like, whole coronavirus website?
6: Oh, his oh. name was Avi. Avi Shifman.
1: Have you looked at it? Like, is it actually like helpful and shit or?
6: Uh, I looked at it once. It's pretty helpful, yeah. but uh, I don't know, Gavin. You know more about me, so. Uh yeah, it's like it's
4: like a website. I guess he created it in like December, and it's a uh, kind of a website, just an informational one. So, I guess he had kind of made it way before this had become a major issue so he's been kind of working on that for a few months now and uh yeah it's pretty impressive
6: yeah and it was a big story because apparently he um he turned down putting like ads on the website or something which made it which would have made him like a large amount of money which is mm-hmm. what he's claiming which is, if that's true which is like really incredible because i guess he's trying to or not use the situation to like take money from people or make more money he's trying to actually help people so yeah
1: for sure and that's one thing we're going to do at the end of this podcast is i'll um, attach like helpful links to the bio and everything like that so that's a that's a link we can attach so what about you sarah how are you managing
5: you know, I really appreciate the positivity that everybody's given here, but I'm going to keep a stack. First couple of weeks were a little rough. <laughs> I'm an extrovert, like 100%. And so uh, I was not built for this. But, you know, I think it, it really has been a chance for like me to slow down and just like take a second, like kind of what Brian said, just like doing those self-care things more regularly and like allowing that to become part of a routine rather than just, oh, I'll do it when I have time. Um, so that's kind of where my head's been at, been doing lots of art stuff. I draw and I don't have a specific medium, but I have been trying out different ones. Started water, watercolor yesterday. So we're feeling fly. We're feeling good. So, um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I'd hope that it's getting to the end for sure. Cause I mean, I am fortunate enough to work from home, but never thought I'd say this, but I kind of miss my coworkers. Low key. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Carter? Awesome.
6: Um, So for me, I'm I'm still in high school with Gavin, and I'm I'm a senior this year, so it was kind of tough because a bunch of the, like, graduation and all that got canceled this year, which I was looking forward to, which just kind of sucked. But uh, I've been trying to stay positive. Um I've been, like, working on the school stuff because we have online school now, getting ready for college next year. And uh I've, I've been uh, swimming in the lake and in my friend's pool because I'm swimming next year in college. So just trying to like focus on myself and have the best like outlook that I can.
1: Yeah. Are they still gonna do like finals and stuff or how is that gonna work?
6: Um, I don't think so. From the oh, class, yeah. we, have, we have had meetings for our classes over Zoom. And from what I can tell from most of my classes, it'll be like just quizzes, no like big tests or finals because um, you can't really like monitor like if students are being like honest or like not cheating at home. So I, I don't think, I, mean, I think they're doing pass fail for classes uh, probably I don't know, stay I don't know if it's official yet but I can't I, I don't know I can't see them like putting actual letter grades out this semester so yeah
1: makes sense what about you Nikita
7: yeah so like I used to work at a yoga studio and because it was one of the businesses that were was affected it I was out of a job, and then unfortunately, my ass did not qualify for that check that was coming in. Mm. And so, um, just because I graduated from college last year, and they went off my 2018 taxes, and so that kind of like made, had a, like a little roadblock in all of that with the finances and everything. And um, I just recently picked up a job at Target, just because it, since I didn't qualify for that, I just had to figure out like another form of income. And so I was risking it all. I was risking it all to work at Target. And so now like it's my third day out there and I'm just like, it's not that bad. But also I noticed that Target's like one of the places last to adapt to the situation because um, I don't know if you all have seen at like QFC, Costco, they have those like glass or plexiglass barriers where, but like Target just got them today. And I'm like, okay, okay making moves but they're tiny but mighty and um other than that since I just got the job over there I haven't been working like a lot of hours but in my free time like I'm picking up coding which is pretty cool like I don't know I just found some online free classes um that Harvard offers to just to throw that out there um, if you just like Google it. So I just started that and have been doing a lot of like self-development, self-improvement uh, on the other side of things. But that's how I'm doing.
1: Yeah, that's dope. I want to attach that link also. That sounds cool. So Motion, you want to ask the next question?
0: <clears throat> uh, yeah, so uh, kind of open-ended question. Um, really anybody could kind of hop in on this. But uh, one thing I wanted to ask anybody was um, this is this coronavirus kind of seems like a new like a newer strain of something that we're not necessarily super familiar with. But I believe that there are people that say that they're like, oh, you know, I had, I felt like I had this last year and like, I felt like I had, you know, kind of started this off and this had just kind of been in hiding. So I kind of want to see what you guys think about, you know, that idea of like, you know, was this always kind of around or like, do you think this is, you know, something that, you know, kind of did make its way over or what are, you know, what are your guys thoughts on that? Hmm. I don't. I don't know.
2: I am not an expert, right? You know, I only have the sources that you can find online, and you can only. You got to take everything with a grain of salt because you just don't know. But from what I've seen and from what I've read, uh, because there is a patent out on it, which is pretty common with a lot of a lot of things that you come across. I mean, um, I don't necessarily think it has to be man-made to get a patent. You know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe you can you can get a patent for it because it's. You need to make a a vaccine for it, or you need to learn more about it, so you want to make sure you can always have it in a controlled in a controlled environment um, because it is so small and so hard to see you have to really use like the world's finest microscopes to see what the you know I don't want to say proteins because I don't know but what they look like um, it's easy to say that maybe during transfer last year or in the previous years that it's existed or that we've known about this specific strain um, i say we as like whoever has been like dealing with it to to try to stop it or combat it um it's possible it could have leaked out and they didn't know and it just was passed off as a common cold or flu-like symptoms um, it's really possible that could have happened but again you don't know you just kind of go with the bits of information you're given and you kind of just collect your own
0: opinion more or less all
2: right all right For sure yeah, i agree with that um
1: years is a good point too. It's definitely not something that has happened in um, January. You know, It, it, it couldn't have just made that leap that fast from an animal to a human within a few weeks. So it's definitely something that's been evolving. You know, of course, a virus evolves faster than a human or another animal, but it's definitely been around for a while. I think maybe it was mistreated for a while in a sense. What do you guys think about that? Do you think it's a newer thing or do you think it's been around for a while?
5: Well, I think like what Brian was talking about, because like I myself, so like I get sick about every November change of the seasons or whatever. But this last time I thought it was going to take me out. I was like, this is, this is the sickness that is just way different than any sickness I'd had before. And then I saw this thing on Twitter that was like, Hey, do y'all remember being sick? Like the last week of November and you went to the doctor and they're like, I don't know. And you're like, well, and it's like, was that the coronavirus, or, and so, I don't know, I think that, um, I don't know, I know that there are obviously, like, conspiracies about, like, whether it was created by, you know, the area it started in to do this or that, but it, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, maybe that was just, like, a weird sickness, mutated cold, or what, but, um, I mean, it has been around, like, different strains of it, like, we've talked about, but,
1: gotcha anything you want to weigh in on weigh in on nick cash
3: oh yeah i was about to say um
1: i'm just looking at everyone's name so i'm just using their even though i know your guys' names i'm looking at your fucking usernames and i'm like
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't really i don't really know what to think of the whole situation because you know like no one i know has been impacted and so Mm -hmm. I don't really know what to say about that. <clears throat> I didn't get sick this whole last, you know, quote unquote flu season during the winter time when I usually do, which is, is weird. And I usually try to, I usually, sometimes I get sick when I'm being extra cautious. So I was my same cautious self this year as I always was. And I don't know, I like, I, I haven't even, I didn't even get a sniffle or nothing. Before. So it's been kind of odd to see it all kind of take off all around me, but like none of none of my circle has been impacted. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Mm. What I've about you Gavin and um Carter wh- how cuz you guys are around more people than any of us basically cuz you're going to school and stuff but of course like it's online now but it supposedly doesn't affect the youth but have you seen anyone at school ha- or to have family members that have had it or even a kid have it?
6: Um I haven't heard of anyone at our school having it. There is there is a few kids I believe or I don't remember if it was kids or if it was high school teachers. Whether some schools that got shut down earlier, and all the other ones because there were cases at the school. And I think there was one with a student who got it, but I know there was yeah. there were some teachers that got it and some I think there was some janitors. But if we're talking about if the virus is like newer or not, I, I personally think that like like you were saying earlier, like the coronavirus is a bunch of like different. It's like a name for a bunch of different like strains and stuff. I think this strain is probably newer because if it was, if we were all getting it in November, I think it would have, especially if we were getting it where we are now, I think we uh, would have seen a lot more like hospitalizations and a lot more signs that it was here earlier than just like people like reporting more people getting sick. I, I don't know. I think that when it came over is it like January or like February is when it really started like taking off in our, in our country. I think, it would have happened earlier if it was here in like November or October. So I think that um, the virus, this strain of coronavirus, is definitely new. I don't think it's been along that been here that um, long. So,
1: gotcha. Anything you want to add, Gavin?
4: No, I, I agree with Carter, but like I also think that a lot of places kind of handled this a bit late. I feel like a lot of like especially for schools around here i think i like seattle schools and like Renton and about like all of those schools were only shutting down if there was like a direct um like relationship with the virus to someone at the school like if there was like a family member that had it if they they wouldn't shut it down though if there was no cases and i feel like that was kind of like a mistake because like i feel like It kind of just helped with it spreading even more and for example our school kind of they hosted this very big like band tour thing and like they i feel like a lot of people weren't taking it seriously there was like 800 kids at our school that didn't go to our school when this was like already a big thing and it was just it just didn't seem like a lot of places were taking it too seriously especially schools around here so i just i don't know i think that i agree with Carter though that in November when everyone was getting the virus or like the regular flu virus, I feel like if it was this Corona thing, a lot of people would have been hospitalized, but it didn't seem like that. It just seemed like a regular flu season.
1: Hmm.
6: I, I also think that one of the biggest problems is that people were in denial because like, it's like, it's obviously crazy. Like this hasn't happened before in like a hundred years or so. So like, I feel like people weren't taking it as seriously as like, they should because they're like, oh yeah, it won't get that bad. Like it'll be gone in a month. than like putting it off, but they should have handled. We should have handled it better. The schools should have handled it better. Everyone should have handled it better. But it was hard to like actually believe what was like happening to everyone in our country in the world. So,
1: anything you want to add, Dakota?
7: Um. Well, throughout this just whole conversation, I was just thinking of the symptoms of getting sick and like you know, it's allergy season. So I have like really bad allergies. I don't know about any of you guys. And so for me, me, having to work at Target now, I'm just like, I can't, I feel like super weird about sneezing or just like sniffling my nose. And I don't know how any of you guys handle it in public. Do you hold that coffin? Like until you have to like step out or... That's something that I was thinking, like, how are you guys handling it all um, in terms of being respectful in public and not looking like you're contagious?
2: Pretty much that. Just try not to or try not try to be discreet about it. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess it depends on the person that hears you cough more than you coughing. It depends on how paranoid or how cautious or how, you know, how worried they are. Um, I don't think it's too too crazy of a thing, but I definitely feel weird though when I when I sneeze. I feel like I want to tell somebody. It's okay. I have allergies. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah.
1: Anyone that knows me knows I have the worst sneeze imaginable. It's like <laughs> it's so loud. So I am um, luckily I've just been staying home, so no one has to worry about my sneezes. Because if I had the coronavirus, probably twenty people in near me would get it. Because it's like a it's like a nuke when I sneeze. So But um, have you guys? New question. Unless any of you guys want to add anything on to the how long you guys think it's been around. Okay, new question. Do you how have you guys mostly been staying home, or are some of you guys still going out during this, or how are you guys managing it that way?
6: Um, I've been staying home for most of it. The only time I really leave the house is either to like walk my dog in the park, or like that's really about it. Like I I stay home. You know, it's my I don't have an obligation to go do a job I have school at home so there's not really any point of me like going out and like trying to like hang out with people or get food it's just like it's my duty to stay home and like that's how I can help the situation so I'm gonna do it so
1: hmm so cash so you know you have seen all those uh like coronavirus um, songs and stuff like that have have you decided to try to make any of those or what are your opinions on those
3: I don't, I don't really know yet. I mean, I did kind of do something slight, did the little like, I made the, the trailer video, TikTok type video that was like cool. That was probably like the only thing that I really did. That was kind of like some media content that was related to the coronavirus. Um, I don't know. I, I definitely see the whole scheme behind it. You know what I mean? It's probably got the number one SEO right now on the internet. And so, you know, making some content like that would, would probably beneficial. Hmm. Um question though? Oh, but like, oh yeah, I've been uh I've just been staying home. I've gone out really just like uh um, like they were saying I've just been out every anytime I have to walk with the dog and I've visited like a few parks just like at night so there's literally nobody there.
1: Um except killers. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, what about you uh Frilly?
2: Um, I pretty much just been staying home. I actually just released three songs the other day, um, so I've just been really focused on you know writing as much music because like like you said earlier, just really focused on writing as much music as possible. Um, I've actually managed to connect with a few artists that I probably never would have if I wasn't forced to reach out to them um, via internet, you know what I mean There's just no possibility I would have interacted with them any other way. So that was pretty cool. I was able to you know find an overcoming. Today, I mean other than general just like going out, you know, restocking on food, getting allergy medication, you know, the few things that I do need. Today I did go to Lincoln Park in Seattle and to my surprise there was a pretty good amount of people there. Not very many people were like driving about and parking there. But once I actually <coughs> walked down to like the beach section, there was a pretty good amount of people. Um not not so much that you couldn't stay away from everybody. Um, but it was it was decent. It was it was good to get out. Um, I didn't have to be within six feet of anybody, so that was cool. Um, but it was nice to get out of the house and not have to look
0: at these four walls in every room.
1: Okay. What about you, Sarah?
5: Yeah, I've just been staying at home. I have a roommate, and so we've just been hanging out. So I've been forced to talk to them, which is it's been all right. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I've just been going to the grocery store, and then uh, we, I have a park up at my house. actually don't live in the Seattle area, I live in Wenatchee, so shout out to us one time. But um, yeah, there's a park up by my house, and so I walk up there every other day or so. Um, but there isn't a lot of people there, which is good, but um, I'm just like, oh wait, I'm part of the problem, and then I walk back home. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dang. Anything you wanna add motion, and then you can ask the next question. <clears throat>
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, for myself, I mean, i uh, trying to stay inside as much as possible, um, but I do still work, so, like, I work with kids, so, like, a lot of the, like, contact that we would have with the kids is actually uh, very minimal. We're in, like, a stage four right now, so um, we're only really kind of providing support as far as just, like, dropping off, like, uh, like, like on Fridays, actually, where I just came from, uh, you know, go to the office, pick up X amount of different food bags and, like, uh, different bags just full of supplies and things that uh, families might be able to. Put to use during this time and you know just doing like weekly like homework packet drop-offs to a lot of my kids and just uh you know trying to keep their spirits up doing a lot of zoom calls very similar to this you awesome. know trying to you know kind of talk to them one of me and my kids we had, you know started writing a poetry book like this time last year so you know we actually finished it yesterday so you know, just trying to, you know, do different things like that at the house and, you know, manage my time well as well as, you know, anybody whose time I'm, you know, I can be intentional with. But, um, yeah, man, just trying to stay inside, you know, as much as possible besides going to, you know, the grocery store or just getting out and doing a drive, just, you know, trying to see something that's, you know, like you said, not the four walls. So, yeah, man, just, you know, doing what we can. But, um yeah, for the next question I did want to ask you guys. So, um, you know, what are your guys' kind of thoughts as far as, like, You know the coronavirus and you know kind of and not in like necessarily a morbid way but just kind of like how it's kind of you know changed like you know society like socially or kind of you know environmentally in the way of you know people are going to have to bounce back from this in a different way and have to, you know, maybe change life and, you know, like handshakes might become foreign or like, you know, not necessarily do a lot of the same social norms. So what, you know, what are your guys kind of thoughts on that? Do you think things will always maybe kind of stay how they were prior to this, you know, or like, you know, do you think that's going to be like the plastic, like the plastic films that they put in front of the cash register? Like you think those are not going anywhere ever again? What do you guys kind of think about something like that?
5: Yeah, I think that, like, this I mean, a lot or all of the problems I would argue that exist within every single system in anything, whether it's the job that you have in Seattle, Wenatchee, whatever, or you know, on this like federal level, you know, they're all coming to light and they cannot be avoided anymore. And so, we're watching these structures kind of like at least start to crumble. And so I think that the result of that will be significant policy changes. And also just like on a day to day, you know, people will keep their distance. And which I mean, isn't the worst thing, right? You know, I don't like people. So it's whatever. I'm just playing. That that ain't the truth. <laughs> but um And the reason why I'm thinking kind of bigger picture like that is because I work for the federal government. And so that is kind of at the forefront of my mind. And, you know, all of these things. And I was reading an article the other day. um, It would have been probably actually a week or two ago um, from New York and how they had to activate the tier one of their like disaster plan. And that was the um, refrigerator units because they didn't have enough sorry this is a real morbid but they didn't have enough like places to store the deceased and that kind of like took me like a second to be like whoa like tier two and three like ended up being activated and like the third tier was mass graves they didn't say it like that but like and so funny enough actually that article i think was on bbc so but again no affiliation <laughs> always looking out gotcha but um but no it's just like you know people I even if you're not affected by it directly it's like to see that and like know that oh dang like we live in a society that can't even you know provide subsequent funeral services for people who have passed if it's in that kind of large situation, which again, how do you prepare for that? This doesn't happen all the time, but I think it will force different structures to be in place. Mm
6: -hmm. Yeah, and I think we're not gonna really have a choice for a while because until this virus goes away, Mm -hmm. we're gonna have to, it's either gonna go away by um, the general population having like immunity to it or a vaccine because, if the numbers of infections go down and we can't just like go back to living how we used to right before like it's going to have to be like slow and gradual because if you go back immediately in the infections and hospitalizations and everything's going to go like a rocket right back up so I think no matter what we're going to have to figure out how to like live differently with this virus until either we have a vaccine or a solution or like the general population has immunity to it in a few years. So I think we don't really have a choice and we're gonna have to adapt to the situation if we want to, Um, I don't know, just have the best chance of like continuing through this. Sure.
1: Anything you wanna add Nikita?
7: Yeah, I don't, I'm like, I'm kind of about it, like not in terms of the virus itself, just in terms of reflection because now, everybody had to stop like they had to put their life on hold and you know we talk about the rat race and we talk about capitalism and we talk about how everything in life is moving so fast this is the opportunity for everything to like stop and people to like hey these are the things that I can do differently whether it goes for hygiene or mental health and I know it kind of sucks for people who um who are dealing with mental illness now because they feel extra trapped inside their house and they don't can't get those uh, resources that they normally go to. But things that I have been practicing well beyond uh, just when this coronavirus started is just practices of mindfulness and um, yoga is like a big thing for me um, and looking inside instead of looking for the answers outside so when I talk about like capitalism living a more minimalistic lifestyle and this is like the epitome of it because I'm not going out spending money going to the bars this this and this like I'm inside taking like coding classes just to improve my self-development but also having the time to like take things slow And that's, I think that's the silver lining of this whole thing for me is just being able to finally feel like I have time because so many people say like, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. But for me, it's like, what's your excuse now? But again, there's like uh, exceptions to the rule, like people who are really struggling and that is a whole different conversation in and of itself. But for the average person, like if you can work from home, like, hey, you have more than enough time to do the things that you've always wanted to do, clean out your closet, learn a new language and just all that type of thing. So.
0: I I agree with that. Like
4: I've kind of, I think a lot of people like have taken a step back with this and like with kind of, you know, like learning new things and things like that. And I know quite a few people who I've worked with in the past who um kind of before they might have not had the time to go and do certain things or different like entrepreneurial things with like I work in e-commerce so a lot of people were kind of putting off things to do with different sites and a lot of people have been kind of learning a lot of new things like you know the internet is something like that everyone can use to their advantage and kind of learn off of that like everything I know now I've learned from the internet and I think that a lot of people who are kind of sitting at home who might not have much to do and if they are kind of trying to find things to do there's a lot of things you can learn on the internet like coding especially like things like that I think that a lot of people can turn this into something positive even though it's a very bad you know negative thing I think a lot of people can kind of take advantage of the time they have at home now to kind of Reflect on themselves and you know things they might have wanted to do in the past that they might have
0: put off.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: Anyone else want
0: to add anything? I mean, uh, oh my god, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh my
3: no, uh, I'll say one more thing because I got a jet here pretty soon, Blake. But um, I hope that there's some like lasting effects as far as just like, um like I'm a germaphobe so like I hope people keep their distance a little bit more and doing when they're out in public and uh uh I think it'll change the landscape for a lot of people's uh employment cuz I think a lot of people will be fighting to be working from remo- uh, working remotely now since so like hmm. that, there is the capability to do it and um I guess I just hope that uh Costco doesn't uh keep having these lines stretch out to the parking lot and having the grocery stores crazy
1: sure and also if anyone needs to go anytime soon just let us know but uh i still have a few i have a lot more questions so <laughs> how this how long this goes but um there's a theory that this coronavirus covid19 will just stay around forever because it continues to mutate with every host four to six times so if that's the case it might turn into like another flu where we can't cure it it just keeps evolving evolving. We could maybe push it back with like certain vitamins or things like that. What are your guys' opinions on that? Do you think this is something we can actually cure? Or do you think it might turn into like another type flu, just a deadlier flu?
6: Um, I think that's a real possibility. And um, if it does happen, I've heard doctors say like, oh, we would just like add like another shot every year, like you get a flu shot every year. But I don't really know like how, what would happen if it did happen, I guess if it mutates to get worse, I don't know. And you're having such a hard trouble like uh, making that vaccine now. I don't know if like starting over every year with the vaccine, how difficult that would be. But I feel like it's definitely a real possibility that um, it would mutate and it would just like never go away.
7: Hmm. Sorry, I was gonna say, have you guys ever seen the movie I Am Legend?
1: Yes, when he breaks that dog's neck. That was my favorite. I mean, my least favorite scene.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Well, like for the people who haven't seen it, it pretty much like there is this virus that went out and there is a cure for cancer and all the people wanted it. And so they, uh, all these people who can afford it or whatever got that like shot and they ended up turning into these like zombie creatures. And so I just it's kind of like a funny thing, but I'm just thinking, so what if it's like this? Like what if someone makes a cure for this like Corona and then everybody wants it. And then we actually go into like legit apocalypse mode. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I was just thinking like, this is a conspiracy podcast. So these are my conspiracies. Now,
5: luckily it's going to be the rich people that get it first so us poor (laughs) folks will get the chance to be like do i want it or do i
7: not yeah what
1: were you gonna say really that's a that's a real possibility though because people are trying to rush a cure so
2: i can't remember after listening to everybody's response i'm just like caught up in what everybody said
1: (laughs) yeah no worries motion you want to add anything about that about it maybe just sticking around forever or there might be finding a cure
0: i mean to be honest with you like i look at it really like. like the physical sense and then almost kind of in like what would be I guess you could call like a metaphysical realm or like lens but like I'm looking at it in the sense of like the coronavirus itself yes will like probably be around for like you know good amount of time because of the mutations and you know just you know constant contact with other people things like that but I also think like the mindset that kind of came with the coronavirus which is more so like oh like I need to you know maybe stop and add more mindfulness to my life or I need to you know, do these different, you know, self reflections or like really kind of tune into myself to, you know, do whatever I need to do to, you know, kind of take this time and utilize it. I think that'll also be around uh, for quite some time too, which that I don't necessarily see as so much of a bad thing, but definitely like, you know, hopefully not at the expense of, you know, something like this to, you know, continue to go on and like be more and more detrimental. But, um, but yeah, yeah, that was, that's that kind of my thought on that though. So.
2: I guess to weigh in on the end of it all, um, if you check, it's documented that the second wave of the Spanish influenza in 1918 killed more people than the actual First World War uh, because everybody was so excited to get out of quarantine and go celebrate and be with everybody, Um, but they didn't didn't have knowledge of mutations. So I guess it would really, um, hopefully it doesn't come to any sort of fatality point where we have to keep counting people who are dying. Um, but I guess it's really gonna that's what's that's what's gonna give us the biggest sign of how severe this could get is once we think it's gone, you know like the calm before the storm right
0: mm. like mm.
2: Um, hopefully it's not that's not what's gonna happen um but it's it's like i mean if history repeats itself, maybe we should continue to to use heavy precaution for the next six months to twelve months rather than have six to twelve million people die you know what i mean it's like what what do you do right right
1: so there's a few like websites I look at. Um, the main one I look at is worldometers, which shows like all the different deaths and how total cases Now how it evolves every day. And um, looking at the numbers, this is definitely not going away anytime soon. And for everyone to actually officially like leave the house, realistically, the number of people getting it has to be completely zero. Because even if there's just one person having it, they can spread it at someone and another person gets it and everyone gets it. So what everyone's weighing out right now is in Washington at least and everywhere, is whether we should actually leave on May 4th and everyone go back to normal or hold out for a few more months. What would you guys rather see? Risk going on May 4th and people dying like wildfire, but maybe that be the end of it, or be safe and push it back a few more months? I think that a lot of... Oh, go ahead.
4: I I think a lot of people that that are kind of pushing towards wanting it to be May 4th are the people who... Um are having trouble either like financially or people who want their lives back, and I think that that's a lot um it even though it is very important, but I think that it should be kind of you know the saying like safe, better, safe, than sorry. I feel like that you know the numbers now are in the millions, and it's just like crazy, but I think that if we're kind of rushing the whole thing, it's obviously gonna end up to where this isn't gonna go away anytime soon and it's probably gonna get worse if a lot of people are gonna go back to their normal life where they're kind of hanging out with people and like, you know, like next to each other and everything like that. I feel like it's just gonna be a lot more people contracting the disease,
0: mm.
4: which is just gonna be a lot more dangerous. I think it should probably be a lot longer than May 4th, like multiple months or like, yeah. Yeah, no,
1: um,
6: i I, I, I agree with Gavin because um, I think about it this way. Like if these like past couple like weeks or months have been like horrible and people want to like leave and get out um, like they should think about it more of if it gets worse then we're like erasing all of our work that we've been doing as a country or society the past couple of months or weeks. So I feel like we shouldn't jump to anything too quick and that we should make sure we take your time to do this correctly instead of celebrating or going and changing this too quickly. I
5: think that the governor will extend it just because he's been like the one, I mean, not the one, but one of very few states that have been or that were like on the, like it was California, Washington, and I forget what the other state was, but they were like first to be like, okay, yep, we're shutting it down. (laughs) Like It's done. And then that's when, the other calls were made but um just because he's he's been pretty on top of it i feel like in comparison to how the rest of the um leadership to say the least um is handling it so i i think that to set an example that he will extend
0: it
1: yeah i do think he does have a a mind of his own when it comes to this like even today he was posting about how he disagrees with how trump is handling it but um I think when it comes to laws and things, uh, Washington's pretty progressive with how they handle things. But yeah, is there anything you wanna to add to this, Nikita?
7: No, I just, it just sucks a little bit thinking that, <laughs> like staying in, cause this is this was my year of travel and I mm. yesterday, a few days ago, I had to cancel my um, flight to Hawaii and it was in June, but because it was that May 4th deadline, I was like, I think it's going to go further. And I think that let's just say everything is all good or they can um, take down those like stay at home laws doesn't mean that, again, the virus isn't still around or, you know, I get on the plane in June and I'm stuck in Hawaii because they did that ban where if you're, um, you have to, if you are a visitor, you have to stay in for 14 days and quarantine yourself, and then you can go out. And my trip was only like six days. So for me, it was just like, I'm not gonna take any of these risks. Like I'll just cancel the whole trip. And luckily like flights have been super flexible um, in giving refunds or credits, but it's one of those things that it sucks that no one saw them, but when it happened, people should have saw this coming and took extra precautions, so.
1: Mm-hmm. I have one more question and then a motion can, a motion can take it from here, but um, would you rather the the president or the governor just <clears throat> flat out say, we're going to be in here for five more months, or would you rather them say, oh, here's a few more weeks, those weeks go by, here's another few more weeks, oh, here's another few more weeks?
2: Let the rope, just let us know. Don't People got to plan their lives, people got stuff they need to do, they need to know what they're going to do for the next five months, you can't. String somebody along, that's kind of what my work has been doing, actually. It's very frustrating uh every they say they're gonna give more updates on Monday um and it's like we know you're fighting uh because half the business that I work for is eligible to be open, half of it isn't, and so they're they're fighting constantly trying to get it deemed essential um and so like it'll be like one week, okay, we're gonna do this, and then the next week, okay, we're gonna do this, and it's like, well, how about you just say we're gonna be out for five months until further notice, and that way. I'm kind of—it's like an on-call situation, right? I can plan for the worst, um, but expect the best, and it's—it's it's mm-hmm. not lingering, you know. It's not dangling in front of me. I just—I just, I just want to know.
1: Right. The pushback well, that would be against that is sorry. Oh, does someone want to talk? Or?
6: Well, I was going to say, like, also, it's like an ever-changing situation. So I—I I think, had other people or the government say, like, take this as it goes and not set. Like in stone, some deadline, more like just like every couple of months, we reevaluate, re- reevaluate and look at what's happening besides saying, oh, five months from now, we're going to be okay. Because yeah. honestly, Dick, like, nobody knows what's going to happen. Nobody knows if it'll be five months or if it'll be <clears throat> two. Like, no one knows, like, what's going to happen. And I think if we, uh, like, go with the kind of, kind of go with the flow with the virus and just like instead of making like, Clear cut plans. I think that would be a better course of action.
1: Mm. I yeah, I, oh shit! Sorry, I'm just excited about this one question. You can go motion. Oh, that wasn't me. Oh, that was, it
4: was it was me.
1: Oh, you was, want to go, Gavin?
4: Yeah, I, I just had one thing to say. I just I agree with both of you guys. I think that a lot of people who are working this is definitely really frustrating because a lot of people are kind of being put off by a lot of businesses and things like that, and it's obvious that a lot of them are. Mm-hmm. severely being affected by this. A lot of them are having to shut down. I've kind of experienced a lot of one restaurants that I've even like used to go to have just been fully shut down. They're not doing takeout or anything. But, like things like that. I think that it's better to play it by ear, but I don't think that if it I don't think weeks are a good idea. I feel like it should be like like every two, three months maybe or mm-hmm. something like that. So it does give lots of people time to prepare. But I feel like it's also enough time for, you know, this virus to kind of calm down hopefully and then you know when those two or three months are over they can reevaluate and then deem another, another however amount of time so i feel like it should be kind of like meeting in the middle for everyone which probably will help
1: for sure does anyone else want to say anything or because i
0: have a okay well, so, I, you? I,
1: actually, I really like that idea gavin the meeting in the middle. Because in a sense, when you push it back a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, in a sense, it gives people hope. But then, if you're like, "Oh, it's going to be five months," then people are like faced with like the reality, and that's honestly, and this is what my family is already already talking about: is um, if people, if you do say it's five months, and people already are out of a paycheck right now, or they only they have less than a thousand dollars in their bank, or Just don't have enough money to pay rent. That's when like militias start getting formed People start raiding houses things like that when they're like five months. We can't even survive another week But if they say oh, maybe another week, then we can maybe hold out but for like five months That's all Mm. I wanted to say It's just there's so much to weigh out and then like even scientists can't give anyone a straight answer. So it's just it's just society as we know it's kind of just freaking but you have to like stay calm i guess
0: yeah yeah
1: so um you could take it from here emotion
0: my man my man yeah um yeah. not necessarily to weigh in on this one but like to kind of piggyback off of that and ask a question like again another just open you know question for everybody um i've heard a lot of like people saying kind of like you know the idea of like where were you when like the world like stopped and like my question to you guys is like you know and pretty informal question too but it's just like you know like what do you guys think about as far as just like the old things that like you might have done and this might even been like just a month ago for like for myself like you know i sit in the house all the time and i used to go to the movies all the time and then i think about it now and i'm like what you know like what does that look like you know so like you know like kind of just looking back on like old things that you might have done or like you know maybe you used to have something you did regularly throughout the week and now you know it seems almost kind of like damn like am i ever going to do that again you know and of course the answer is probably yes but just like my question to you guys is like you know where were you when like quote unquote when the world stopped you know
2: are you wanting this you want me to like answer you like like from the future or like you want to literally know where i was when i found out like oh
0: snap i mean i guess more so like (laughs) it's more of like a question like to kind of look in like look in more of like 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 you know how do you how did you feel like looking back like i look back and i know like a month ago i was with the kids that i work with and i was like you know hearing that like i wouldn't get to see them for a while so like i remember like from now like present tense you know all the way past tense like oh shit, like okay yeah a month ago i really was like. Out here doing this and this, and now it's like, you know, that's almost kind of like a like, I'm like, damn, it has been a while, you know, or we have to resort to doing these things. So I'm just asking you, like, you know, more so, like, maybe a month or so ago, like, you know, wh- where were you, what, were, what was your life like, you know, because I'm sure it wasn't the four walls now, you know, so like, just checking.
2: For sure, no doubt. Okay, for sure. um Well, I have a six year old son. So the, I guess the moment for me was when I found out that he wasn't going to be going to school anymore. Um not just for a couple of weeks, but like school's out for the year, school's out for the summer, you know what I'm saying, as you know it right so um that was that was really eye opening for me because it was like, shit, my son is in kindergarten, this is his first experience of what a school like structure is supposed to be now, forever moving forward, this is gonna be kind of a weird situation for him, Maybe he's gonna find that he you know didn't like going to school for whatever reason. you know he's a kindergartner, so who knows, but whatever is going on like that could that could that could be weird down the road, so that's For me, looking back for having to play the role of dad and as teacher, um, it's been it's been pretty wild. I mean, obviously, being a dad, you're already a teacher, um, but you don't have a degree on how to teach early childhood. And you don't know about early childhood development in a sense that a teacher would. So, I mean, I can see his development is progressing, but it's definitely weird to have it from that perspective um, when that was never that was never supposed to be my role um looking back I can see my life has changed quite a bit I've done a lot more research on how to be that type of parent um you know like a, almost like a a real homeschool parent almost taking on that full-time role um so looking back from that perspective is pretty crazy from my own personal uh perspective I used to have all kinds of musicians and local artists coming in and out of my house um and it's really it's really hard to let that go um meeting new people online is pretty cool and, um, growing and growing in that sense is, is definitely a new perspective. Um, but, uh, it sucks. I know you said you were an extrovert, um, Sarah, so it's definitely hard to, you know, I identify the same way. It's hard to let all of that go. Just thinking about it, it's like, shit, oh, it'd be cool to have some people come kick it. Um, so there's definitely going to be a day five, 10 years down the road when you're like, you you refer to something as pre-2020. You know, that's a pre-2020 thing. Mm. Um, mm. It's wild. It's wild.
5: Yeah. You I mean, about. to just kind of, like, build off of that, like, first, even though, it like, I imagine it's probably very overwhelming. I don't have kids of my own, um, but um, you are also setting a good, like, teaching example and learning example for your child. Like, they get to, like, learn in this environment where they're safe and, like, they're, um they know that the person teaching them cares about what they're doing. And, you know, we can't say that all kids across the country have that. Yes, but I still think that's really cool that you're doing that for your kiddos. So that's really awesome. Um, my day to day, you know, homegirl woke up. She goes to work and, you know, complains about work while at work with all the coworkers, And then, you know, would go home, maybe stop, stop um, at the gym like once every day maybe two to two and a half months. Yeah. And, (laughs) and then, um, you know, just come home and chill. I mean, I'm in graduate school, so it's still like, I still have stuff to do when I get home, but that was what it looked like. And, you know, some days, you know, my coworkers and I would go out to the bar and have a drink or something, complain about work more and like say the things we can't really say at work when we're complaining at the bar. (laughs) And um but it's like now you know we're all kind of talking and we're like oh dang like are we ever going to be able to go out to to dinner again and um i have one coworker in particular that we will just like stand at our desks and just like talk about like life things or like issues so that we're kind of like dealing with they don't ever mean to start that way but that's how the conversations go and it's like the other day i was like damn like i really just like miss talking to you, dude. Like, I, like I have all these problems and stuff going on, and to not physically express them to somebody has been really challenging. Um, so, but yeah, it's like now I look back and I'm like, wow, maybe, maybe one day I'll get to see you in person and talk with you. But yeah.
6: Um, for me, when this all when I first first found out when this all started. I was like, still in school, obviously, so I'm a high school senior, and like, just, like, the weird feeling through, like, the school and the halls was just, like, kind of, like, overwhelming and like, dread almost. It was so, so weird. Nobody wanted to be, like, near each other, and especially for a class of 2020, like, me and my friends, like, there's a bunch of people who, like, we know we're probably never going to see again, like our teachers or just, like, friends you know just from school who, like, are not actually close enough to, like. See outside of the uh, like school, or, and it's just like a really weird feeling. And especially for us, like not having a graduation to experience or a prom, it's just really weird feeling. Like it's like kind of like everyone's sad, but no one can point fingers or blame anyone. It's kind of like you have to accept it no matter what. And personally, for me, it was a lot rougher too because at the beginning of the year. Um, I missed school from all of October to the end of December because I was going through a bunch of health issues with, with my heart and stuff, and I was in the hospital for a while. So one hand, I, I'm thankful that that's not happening now, and I'm out of it, and I got that all figured out. And It's not happening with all the virus stuff going on now, but at the same time, when I was going through that, I used, like, my motivation, motivational, like, aspects to use like graduation or prom or coming back to see my friends and experiencing my last year of high school with them that's why i like fought so hard to come back and not like take this year off and restart my senior year i wanted to make sure that um i had all these fun memories and now it's kind of really disheartening because um now i mean all my friends and people in my class all across across the country you know we don't get to experience um any of these things that we've been thinking about since um for how long? Like me, like I've been wanting to have like, a fun graduation for a while, and it's something I really wanted to do. So it was a really weird feeling in the school when I first found out, and everyone everyone was really sad, and they all had their own um <clears throat> issues with the closing and all that.
0: For sure.
4: For me, I I kind of had a perspective at the start where. I feel like a lot of other people, you know, throughout the country, when their school got cancelled, I feel like a lot of people were kind of expecting this to be something where it was like, Oh, maybe or even for people who were working, I feel like this was maybe something a lot of people weren't taking as seriously originally because, you know, their this deaths weren't as bad, but like I think a lot of people were thinking of it as just like, Oh, this will be a one, two week break because our school originally had only been cancelled for I think it was two weeks or something. So a lot of people were seeing this as a two weeks to just do whatever and it was just like a regular oh like an early spring break or something like that but i feel like a lot of people kind of when they were sitting at home you know if they're watching the news or something they began to realize oh this is a lot more serious and you know there's a lot more people dying than i thought there like actually was and i think this was that was like a big wake-up call for everyone especially for me i originally was kind of thinking that it was going to be A thing for me to be able to grow at the start where I was just like, Oh, it'll be more time for me to reflect on myself. But I didn't realize I was going to be doing all of that from home. And I think this has been kind of like, I myself am a lot more extroverted as well. So I kind of live off of talking to people and it's kind of just been very weird right now because, you know, I'm sitting at home all day, but I've been trying to like, meet a lot of new people online who kind of do the same work in the same field that I've been in and I think it's just that's been nice to kind of be able to get to talk to more people but I just think that a lot of people who were expecting like for example like prom and graduation it is like very sad to see just like a lot of people kind of have to see their whole what they were looking forward to kind of just crash like down so fast when they weren't expecting it
7: yeah i know for me um i didn't have i mean i graduated last year and i did running start so i was ahead of all the people like my peers and now my best friends are going through graduation and they're super duper pissed they're like i want money back from the university because that's something i was looking forward to and all of that I feel really bad because there's nothing I can do in that situation but I would hope that you know like the at least if you're with your families um, that you you all spend it in a special way because it's definitely not a year that you're gonna forget ever Um, but for me like pre-corona I was in like I felt like I was in like a perfect situation where I made it round. I made it to the last round of an interview at this big tech company in Seattle, and I was super stoked because finally I was going to get like a big girl job. And you know, uh, I was planning for all of next year to just go travel like three months in Thailand, and three months in France, and three months in Indonesia, like a eat, pray, love type of situation. But um, now i feel like i have to either post well i have to postpone it um and cancel it and so it makes me a little sad knowing that that i have to wait to start living my life again because just when i felt like i had a grasp on it like i wasn't on autopilot anymore and i was living the life that i wanted to live um something just like said okay wait slow down you're going too fast and that's this corona thing and um Other than that, you know, I I really do feel for people who are in school too, just because online learning is really difficult if you've never done done it before. And I actually really like learning online, so I don't have a problem with it, but I know people I feel like, especially in high school, you're missing out like all those different things that you experience in high school, like your senior year, like that was unforgettable, but it's like taken away from you. So I definitely feel for you guys.
1: I'm a really big planner. I like to plan everything out in advance. Like I uh, Mm -hmm. planned for a job promotion in May, which I'm still planning on getting. So I I like, I plan for like when I'm going to get hired by a new job, when I'm going to take the next step with my podcast, when I'm going to have a certain guest on sometime. Like I literally like will plan to have an artist on, in like two months in advance, even if I could have them that certain day. Cause I think timing is everything. So my family's like always a, been a big planning family. So I kind of realized it cause I live in Snohomish now. I grew up on Mercer Island with Carter and Gavin. And, uh, the first case was actually in Snohomish when um in Washington. And, uh, I saw it like I saw it on the like I woke up in the morning because like the first thing I do in the morning is check check all the hip hop blogs, stop, check all the shoe blogs. Sometimes check the news, and I woke up like one day and I was like, oh, some guy died from some random virus. I didn't really say much about it, but because we were in Snohomish, like my family started talking about it and saying we should start preparing for this. So I like planned one last trip to my cabin before this whole thing happened because we like we realized it was going to be serious. So I planned like a whole entire week just at my cabin. Like it's on like the river in the woods. And literally that night I got back from my cabin. Like five, I got back at four and then at 5 p.m. Like Governor Inslee said that we we're going to be like in here for a while. So it was like I literally lined up everything exactly. is <laughs> kind of weird. But um, yeah, I'm not trying to be pessimistic about this whole thing, but I'm because I'm a pretty optimistic person. But um, yeah, we'll probably be in this for the long haul. So that's why, like me and um, Emotion, we actually recorded our first episode like almost two months ago. And even for that, like I could have put that out that weekend because I had it already edited. Like we didn't have an intro yet, but if I wanted to, I could have literally put it out the next day. But I held on to it because I felt like there was a need to hold on to it. And then we put it out a week ago. Cause I thought that was the perfect timing. Cause um, I started to notice with my NAS podcast, I wanted it to be like an inspirational podcast for like everyone, but then it started focusing just on music, which was, which I'm all about anyways. But I started realizing like normal people couldn't hop on it anymore. Cause like I was telling Carter, like when I first started, yeah, you can jump on my podcast sometime. And like, we just never followed up, never followed up. I started getting bigger artists and I started realizing that I couldn't work with like SoundCloud artists anymore because I have like a bigger, like I want to help everyone, but like credibility is a big thing too. So like if I'm like yesterday I interviewed CeeLo Green, so I can't have CeeLo Green on and then tomorrow have on Mr. So-and-so who only gets 20 plays on SoundCloud. So we decided to create this podcast to give everyone like an inspiration, just a like normal Joe, like me and everyone's basically, Everyone's just a person, but they just, some people are able to like make money doing what they actually love while others are not. And uh, my main focus with my podcast are never to really make money. Like, of course that would be awesome too, but like, I'm just here to like make inspirational things. And that was the goal with this podcast. So it's like really inspiring to hear what you guys ought to say, because you don't need, you don't need the a Jay-Z to hop on the BBC podcast to be inspiring. You just need normal people who are actually dealing with it day to day. So that's the whole take with this whole podcast. But um, Emotion, you can ask a few more questions because I know I've been talking a lot.
0: Oh, no, that was, I I didn't know if you wanted to end on that. So that was actually my closing question, but.
1: You can, um, I mean, yeah,
0: but but if we definitely want to keep it rolling, then I guess another question I would like to kind of ask you guys, just like, you know, still kind of in the heat of, you know, the coronavirus and also just kind of looking, you know, just being mindful as well too and things like that. Just want to, you know, kind of, gaze room and see like what what are some things that like you guys are looking forward to since we've kind of talked about you know kind of what it looked like you know long time ago and whatnot and you know just bring them raw back up like what are some things that you guys are looking forward to you know once this is all over eventually you know what are some you know hopes or like what not you know things that you might want to get back into as well as like for myself i um like prior to this happening and, you know, not to say like this was like not at all anywhere of a good thing, but this this, I think, worked out in a lot of people's lives in an odd way where it kind of gave that extra amount of time. But also, I think it gave like a lot of uh different you know people and different like myself, I identify as a creative. I think it gave a lot of different creatives, you know, kind of, you know, maybe a push or whatever they might have needed to, you know, use this time to be intentional about whatever it is that they a hobby or, you know, anything like that. So I think or at least for myself when i'm trying to you know have something to look forward to posts you know whatever this would look like the time frame is you know a lot of the projects that i was working on are like i had like an ep i was like finally able to finish writing and then now i'm like okay now i just gotta record it you know so i'm like very much so just trying to keep my spirits up by like okay you know what i finally was able to use this time tell the story that i wanted to tell now you know i look forward to laying it down and you know getting a better love for the music or better love or you know understanding or putting more attention to detail and, you know, people or relationships or, you know, things of that nature. So just for you guys, that was also my take on it too. But just, you know, to kind of see what you guys were thinking as well of like, hey, when this is over, I really wanna blank, you know.
5: I mean just as like a positive thing. Um, I think we've all kind of shared our experience, like and how it's negatively impacted us. But um just your friendly, positive reminder, um, every lesson that we're learning right now, whether that be, you know, the self care that we're making ourselves participate in, or, you know, with me myself, like, I've had so much time alone, it's like the thoughts have been a circle. And so, you know, things that I have fears about, and things that I am concerned about, I've had time to really sit with them, and be like, okay, and like, doing so in that whether that be like a worry about you know whether you will get to travel it's like you 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 know you could be learning a lesson now that's going to prepare you for that and that's how I'm viewing every single issue that is coming up so it's like okay I'm about to learn something here that is going to prepare me for what's next and like I'm excited for that what's next part because like yeah this shit's rough like period, like there's no getting around that, like it is what it is, and so we all kind of have to deal with it and you know the most frustrating part of it all, I am also a planner, <laughs> so um, you know, I feel like literally everything's up in the air, and it's just froze there, like nothing is coming down and and like the one barrier that's keeping it all up there is this this thing, this thing that's limiting us from being able to continue with life and like until that like glass slides away, it's like then everything will come down where it needs to, but it's like looking around waiting, it's like, okay, let's go like I'm ready to you know take the next step, I'm ready to look for a new place and move out like I'm ready to be graduating and doing all of these things it, The waiting is the irritating part, but even with that, it's teaching us patience, <laughs> mm-hmm. which if you don't have it the- the the world will give it to you, so um yeah I think that even with all of this I think I'm excited to see what's next I mean like over the past couple of weeks I've gone through a whirlwind of emotions I would say very like in tune intuitive person and um I have felt kind I felt kind of like at the beginning but now it's like I feel a lot better about it and so I'm like okay like you know accepting fears and like accepting things for what they are as they are is teaching me that skill. So then in other aspects of my life, I can do it too. So just keep that in mind. And that's all from positive Patty.
4: (laughs) I really think that the whole thing about going back to learning things during this time, I think that a lot of people can look forward to actually putting those things to use. So, um, you know, I, before this happened, I was kind of always meeting up with a lot of people who do the same, like e-commerce as me through like LinkedIn. I do a lot of like, just meet up, like, you know, Starbucks or something, but like, obviously you can't do that now. And I've been online, I've been doing a lot of things like just meeting people online, but I've also been doing a lot of different, like, I've been using this thing called Skillshare where it's basically this thing where it's just a bunch of webinars that you can post, like different kind of tutorials on how to do different things. Like I took a Photoshop course a few days ago and things like that. I really think that, you know, when this is all over, there's a lot of different skills that people might've learned during this time where everyone's taking a step back and kind of reflecting on themselves that they can really put to use and use in their own character when this is over. Like I know a lot of people personally who have been taking a lot of time to reflect on who they are as a person, you know, their morals and things like that, or things they might've been doing negatively before this had all happened. And now they've had time to kind of reflect on all of that while we've had this break. So I feel like when this whole thing is over or when people are able to kind of get back to their regular lives, I think that for me, I'm going to, I've been working a lot on how I am as a person. So I want to really put that kind of to use when this is over with both like working with people and also kind of just in my own personal life so yeah
6: um for me personally too um i'm really looking forward to hopefully um going to college next year well i'm accepted but hopefully like being able to go to college and i'm supposed to swim on the swim team there which i hope can still happen and uh throughout this entire quarantine actually i've been swimming I've been trying to swim almost every day whether it be in Lake Washington or in someone's pool that me use but before in like December December and January I was confined to a wheelchair because uh my previous health issues were I, I pretty much couldn't walk around where I would pass out so I I've used this time to help myself recover from that also because before I couldn't walk, and now I'm swimming like multiple hours a day. So I've been using this time to do that, which has really helped me because I've been always wanted to be a collegiate athlete. And I'm happy that, also kind of happy in a way that with this time set aside, I'm not distracted by like my friends or like partying or anything like that. I'm able to focus on the things that have always been the main two focuses in my life, which has been like school, swimming and that's really all i have to do with my life right now which is kind of different in the past year i'd say last year my junior year of high school um i definitely got distracted uh whether it be with, with my girlfriend or partying i i can definitely see how i let myself get distracted and like shift my focus from school and swimming to things that didn't really matter and now going through all this and looking back, I can say, like, that was just like, like, this is what I need to focus on. I've learned some lessons and like, now, like, put your head down. Do what you have to do and get the job done. So.
7: Yeah. Three key words so far that I've heard. And it really sums up like the silver lining of things is what Brian said. Push um, Sarah push. Um, Preparation and anticipation. And yes, learning is preparation, you know, setting yourself up for success and having that parachute before you take that jump, whatever it may be. And then pushing yourself as an artist, like now's your time, just do it. And then the last thing is just anticipation. Like we're all like so ready to just press that button to go like after this is all like the um, Corona veil has lifted. And so I think, you know, the funny thing with anticipation is like, we wait, and we wait, and we wait, and we're so excited, or we're so nervous. And then um, it's really how we respond after this, which makes, you know, anybody come out on top. It's, um, again, depending on like what you do. So I think all of us, all seven of us on this group chat, or on this recording, you know, as long as we use that anticipation to our advantage and then um just like a sprinter just start running i think we are setting ourselves up for success for whatever our plans are for the future um and after this really yeah <laughs> really i think so i mean I unless you really oh oh, oh <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa.
2: really
1: <laughs> sorry
7: i thought you said really i was like yes <laughs> yeah no, I
2: said really my bad <laughs> Um, are you wanting me to reflect on what she said? Yeah, I think we're going to
1: wrap up on this note. Like I'll do a, um, I think Emotion will say some final words and I'll do our little outro.
2: So (laughs) up to you, man. No doubt. Um, yeah, I guess just, this has been an introspective journey for all of us. Um, there's not, there's not a better way to sum it up than that. Um, if you haven't been being more introspective now, um, than you have been in the previous months, I'd say take these moments now to really do that um, because you're not going to have this never in your life again are you going to have this type of time where you can really reflect and sit by yourself you don't have to escape to the bathroom at work you know what i mean you don't have to put your phone on airplane mode like now is a good time to just really sit and think um gain a new skill like you said learn a new language um if you're an artist focus on your artistry Um, learn a learn a new, take a Photoshop class. You know what I mean? Like these are all really great examples of how you could be benefiting from your time. Um, make new friends, you know, make new connections. Even if it's virtual now, um, I can almost guarantee it's not always going to be virtual. Uh, so I, I would just leave it, leave it, leave it at that. Yeah.
1: Okay. Motion. Want to wrap this one up?
0: Uh, yeah, definitely. So, you know, I just want to definitely thank, uh, you know, thank you guys for, uh, you know, participating in this conversation with us i think for myself like it's uh very refreshing to talk about this as well as like talk about this with um you know a few people that i haven't had the pleasure to meet yet so i think you know to get everybody's insight and uh, you know kind of just speaking in their mind for a little bit i think is you know a lot a large part of you know one what this podcast is you know definitely driven for as well as like you know i think it's beautiful to you know be able to make community anywhere that you go you know and i think like you know for some of you guys like you know at least for myself like this is probably like you know the most people that i've been able to interact with you know in the past you know week or so you know and it's like you know you know of course none of us can really reach out and touch one another but you know it's just uh you know nice to be able to still come together and you know see see one another and you know just break you know break virtual bread if you will you know um and then also i just you know definitely want to emphasize and you know leave on the the note of that you know definitely we talk about you know a lot of the things that you know we could you know be doing and should be doing during this time to you know prepare or you know steady up and those different things but also want to you know definitely just shed light on that you know even if you're not even if your process doesn't necessarily look like that and you know you're just maybe somebody who is just really taking this time and like understanding that you know we're not trying to work necessarily during the coronavirus but this is like a crisis you know so it's like even if you really all you can do is not come out of this with the skill or like just reuse all of this time to reflect like that's very important and like you know also very intentional and needed as well too you know so for you know anyone who even might feel as if like wow everybody around me is finishing you know music or you know doing things with, you know, maybe the job or learning these different things, you know, also to definitely just highlight, like, you know, even if you're just spending that time just working on yourself and being critical in those ways, that's definitely like a very important contribution to, you know, the greater picture. So, um yeah, but definitely just wanted to, you know, oh, I'm sorry, were you saying something? Oh, I said well said. Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. My bad. My bad, bro. Thank you so much. So, but yeah, man, just wanted to thank you guys for really, you know, pulling up and just allowing us to have this conversation. And, you know, I look forward to, you know, hopefully meeting you guys, you know, from, you know, far and wide, you know, sit down one day and just maybe have this conversation again a year from now, but like in person and just kind of seeing what, you know, what that looked like a year ago from that time. But, um, but yeah, I'm gonna pass it back to you though. Bro. But thank you guys hmm. really for, you know, having this discussion with us.
1: So yeah, this is um, the second episode and still there's some tweaks we're going to fix, but definitely it's uh, one of the things that I do want to highlight on like all the BBC podcast is that it's all going to mostly be like raw. It's not going to be like different sections or anything. It's just like a conversation type podcast. We have guests on like a uh, goal of mine is to eventually have like really weird ass people on like a flat earth episode where it's like the most hardcore flat earth believer on it. And we just talk about shit like that or this would be random, but um, we also have times where it's going to be serious, and I think right now it's important to inspire others. So um, we're going to wrap up how I wrap up on my uh, NAS podcast, which is I say uh, this is the NAS podcast with, and then everyone says their name. So uh, this is the BBC podcast with...
0: Jay Furley. Gavin. Carter.
1: Nikita. <laughs> and sarah you have to restart
5: sarah
1: <laughs> i love how awkward this is this is great well yeah i just uh i want to thank you guys a lot and emotion stay on the phone for a little bit so we can like just recap everything but yeah um you. thank you guys so much for all this and uh we'll be posting this in the next few days so stay Appreciate safe guys. You.
0: awesome man. thank you guys everybody be safe you too thank Take you care.
7: okay bye
1: later